Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Put some BTP sports in your cup and listen up. I came to bring the pain. What up, though? Yo, what up, doe? BTP fans and supporters. This is your host, the Badger, Mitchell Brock, and the great sports Morpheus, Richard Walker, and the crew. And we are here for episode 11 of BTP Sports Talk after further review. All right. So we've been off for a few weeks, right? We had some uh, some things going on, life things. Uh, the first week I was a part of you guys know I do officiating. So I was um, uh, on a basketball officiating camp the first weekend. The next weekend, Lurch was out of town. And then, of course, last week, as you guys saw, we were in Austin covering UFC, which is Always a good time, yes, bro. Yes. Which is which is always a good time. I know I said we was gonna come out talking about the NBA finals, but let's touch on this UFC for just a second, man. Ooh. So uh as you guys saw with our coverage, we saw um <clears throat> excuse me, we saw Emmett take Cater mm-hmm. five rounds and mm-hmm. came out with a unanimous uh, not unanimous, split decision. Which as we yeah. were sitting ringside or K side watching the fight. We couldn't really call it mm-hmm. because this was, you know, a lot of times in, in combat sports, uh, boxing and even in UFC, sometimes we feel like they may not get it right. Right. Because there was um, there was another fight on the undercard. Now, this was probably the best card that we've covered for sure. Yeah, right. Every single prelim was a knockout. knockout. Mm-hmm. Not a few of them. Now, the prelims are, because it was on ESPN, so the prelims, what you guys see, you guys see the main card on ESPN, mm-hmm. right? They're like uh, four or five undercard events, and then there are like four or five main events. But what y'all don't know is that there are like four fights before they even start the the uh, ESPN broadcast. Right, right. Every single one, somebody got knocked the you-know-what out. Yep. So... Let's let's and we talked about this on the air, maybe not on the air, but we talk about it often when we cover combat sports. Boxers, y'all ain't got nothing. On <laughs> People think boxers are different. Let me tell you something, man. You don't know different until you sit cage side yeah. at a UFC fight, right? Th- these cats, I-, I saw a man get kicked in the face with a roundhouse. And smile hard, and smiled at his opponent. Yeah, talk about hard, that. hard. Just the level of intensity, um, the activity, and then it's unlike boxing, where you're just looking at you know your opponent using the upper body as a weapon, they use anything: knee, elbow, foot kick, head kick. Uh, there's grappling techniques. There's all these different things, all these different components that you got to work for. And like the the female match that we watch and. Uh, <sighs> Oh my God! Like like the 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 core strength that they have, like this, she couldn't even bring the, the the girl down, and like I seen them take some hits and be like, we both said, hey, I wouldn't fight either one of the I, girls. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fight that woman. I wouldn't fight the woman. And we're talking about the fly weights. They're like a hundred. 125 pounds. 125 pounds. 125 pounds. They they would whoop our ass. <laughs> 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 Ain't no question in my mind. Um. You know some of the the other guys on uh, on the the undercard. Uh, well, actually the the main the, the main card, I should say. Uh, these lightweights and these these flyweights. Uh, shout out to Adrian Yanez, man, representing H Town. H Town boy got a knockout from a dude that was talking a whole lot of shit at the press conference too. So yeah, yeah, he got he got him right. Yeah, he so, came he came out mm-hmm. and. We we knew there had to be some bad blood. Now right. his opponent was from Louisiana, mm-hmm. and we living in Texas. We know that there's kind of this. There's Louisiana, a robbery, it's, right. yeah, Louisiana the, yeah, Texas the Sabine beef, River robbery, you yeah. know. And yeah. it's it's usually um, in fun, you right. know. It's nobody ever gets hurt or nothing right. like that. Right. So we're like, okay, he's from Louisiana, right. and uh, Yanez is from H Town. Right. So we thought, okay, he just they just booing him because he's from Louisiana. Right. So we right. did a little research and found out. He was talking noise about Yanez and about Texas. Right. So, and again, y'all didn't see this on TV because mm-hmm. they cut away from it. Mm-hmm. When he came out, he came out like this. Right. He came out flipping the b- double fans birds to the fans. Let him have it. 
And we were like, and you gonna think you gonna come in the in the Texas being disrespectful? Yes. And then he got in the ring, and yeah. when they announced him, mm-hmm. he still was flipped the fans flipping off. the bird the right. whole time he was in the ring. Right. So the fight started. Yanez knocked him out cold, literally out smelling salts. Right. Yanez Debo versus Craig type knockout. knocked him <laughs> out cold, and then yeah. stood over him right. and gave him the double birds back. Yeah. Yep. And then the most gangster part about it, he came out of the cage and drank a beer, took a fan's beer. And dr- <laughs> y'all saw it on my Instagram, <laughs> on our Instagram and drink the fan's <laughs> beer while throwing up the age. Yes. I was like, yep. I ain't even from Houston. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. gangster right there. Right. You came in here and knocked this man out. Stood over him, flipped a bird, drank a fan's beer and walked off like this. And he had the nerve to try it when he finally did come through. You know, two years later, whenever the hell they woke him up, he had the nerve to try to, to still talk smack and act like the fight. No, you were, you already got knocked out. Bro. Tried to fight him again. Right. And we uh, was like, bro, he just knocked you out. He just knocked you out. You don't want no more of that. Yeah, I'm not a medical professional, but it might be a good idea to shut up. And he still didn't ass. even know where he was at. They right. had to walk him out of the arena because right. he still was out of it when right. he came to. Right. So, yeah, yeah, those UFC fighters, they're built they're different. They're different. I'm... 265, 270 pounds. Y'all see, I'm a big dude. Mm. I would not fight a lightweight. I would fight the smallest dude. I, in, in them the dudes, are, they, they they different. Nope. They different. First yep. of all, I'm not fighting nobody who fight to eat. Right. I, I'm not fighting somebody who fight to feed his kids. Because he's different. who practices getting hit. No, 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 no. <laughs> when, I, when I saw that man, uh, John Bones Jones, mm. take, and this, this is heavyweight now. When I saw that man take a roundhouse kick to his jaw, and smile at his opponent. I said, "Yeah, I, I nope, nope, nope." Even the women. I, I, yeah. and, and we're not talking about, um, you know, you look at him and be like, "Ugh." We talking about yeah. We're not talking about the big burly women. The big burly girls is built like China. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. You're no, talking can... about a woman that if you seen her walking down the street, right. she would turn your head. Right. Will get in this ring and whip your behind. Right. That's that's the part that get me. No, I mean, go check out the interview that we had with the, with the bantamweight champ, champ yeah. uh, Juliana Pena. I mean. She's a she looked like a regular mom. Yep. You know? Yep. And she will whoop you. If you're watching this, Juliana Payne can whoop your ass. <laughs> That's just it. Ninety nine point nine percent of y'all, Juliana Payne can whoop your ass. And we will be in, in Dallas next month to yes, see her we defend. We will be able to see the champ. So defend defend her. Look title. forward to seeing you again. Hope to get to talk to you again. And shout out to her, man. She's so dope. We got y'all to, uh, watch the interview, yeah. I'm telling you. If you want motivation. Yeah, we got the interviewer on Radio Row at the Super Bowl. That was the first time in person I saw someone who was in a championship or a champion level position, and she was like the competitor. She was like, this ain't enough. She's still hungry. I'm still hungry. I got the belt, so what? I want more. I want rubies on this belt. That's literally what she said. I'm like, whoa, man. That's what she said, because every title defense, they get a a medal. I asked for this smoke. I asked for this title, so what? Bring it on. I can know what I got to deal with. Bring them on. I'm like... Whoa. <laughs> and and go to her Instagram yeah. and see how she looks outside of the ring. Yeah. And then think about that the next time you see her fight. Right. You would never expect that never. sort of intensity out, right. of, out of her. Right. You would think she's one of the USC card girls yeah. that yeah. had like the, <laughs> right. the, 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 um, the round with the card. Yeah. That's like she looks like one of them, but she can whip your ass too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Th- th- that UFC is a great. And shout out to Tara. Yes. And Chris yes. from the UFC. Yes. We have literally World class never been yeah. declined for a UFC credential. UFC right. has given us any and everything that we ask. They've shown us so much love. So much love. So much love. Shout out to the UFC. So let, let's let's move on to the NBA Finals. So I know it's a little bit late, but like I said, we was off. So y'all go ahead to sit here and listen to mm-hmm. it. And of course, you know, in the spirit of the NBA Finals, I had to come in and represent today, <sighs> you know, you know, Zeke, the great, second greatest point guard of all time. I, Magic's number one. I will give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Magic's yeah. number one. Yeah. But Zeke is number two. Easy. Yeah. But um, so. They say the Pistons uh, championship game is going to be showed on the History Channel. Dog, when's the last time y'all? When's the last time y'all? We won, won one more recently than y'all. What, what like four years? Just two years ago. A real one. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh! Not no, a bubble no, championship. No, 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 don't do that. Wait, because all thirty-two teams. We, did everybody not play in the league that year? Everybody had the same situation. We all deal with COVID. This the same guy. Uh, 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 hey, what? I don't oh, do asterisks, oh, man. Oh, that's just a bubble championship. Who said you, that? You said I that. didn't say that. When I, when, when I say that. 
I'm gonna pull the tape. We go. Please do. I'm gonna pull the tape. Please do. It's a bubble championship. Please do. So okay. So is, is that one just as valid? Yes. They like, all went through the same. Matter of okay. fact, they went through the same. That's situation. what I said. The same teams in the playoffs Correct. under the same circumstances. Correct. They were in the bubble together. Correct. You know the cream rose to the top. It's just like the '99 championship with the uh, the Spurs right. that people try to discount. Right. Oh, it was a, a strike season. Everybody had the same the same number of games. It was Not a even that. Season. This is to me what makes the championship valid. They play. They played a full playoff uh, season. Right. A full playoff they, bracket. They yeah. played a full playoff bracket, so it right. counts. I've I've never had a problem with the bubble championship. Right. I, it counts just like any other right. championship. Yeah. But um, now I said the rocket. Now the Rockets fans who, for some reason, they just won't shut up. They keep talking about well, Michael Jordan was there in 1995. The man got off his couch and he drank beer and smoked cigars for two years and got up and played 17 games and went to the playoffs. That's now that's different. That's different. That wasn't because that he wasn't did Mike. not have the same set of circumstances no. as the other players. No, that wasn't Mike who had a full preseason. Full 82 game schedule and a full playoff run, and they still went to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Magic. Wait, and not just that. That's that's the difference. Not not just that. Let's not forget about the most important part. Not only was he out, he didn't touch a basketball. Right. You want to know how we know that? Because he was playing professional baseball. You call that professional? <laughs> well, he got he got paid. <laughs> he got paid. He got paid. That, oh, that, he paid them. They, 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 they so low budget. He probably just said, you know what. But you know what? He Shot. bought them a bus, you know, and the bus. He was, did this, he did the same thing. The bus else was did. worth more than their whole team's payroll right. that he bought for them. But like, you know. hey, but that's the thing. <laughs> that showed you how he is. Right, right. He went he wasn't he didn't do anything special. Right. He didn't uh take planes. He rode the bus he like the everybody bus else. With the guys. Yep. He stayed in the same little we played minor league ball. Mm-hmm. We know the kind of hotels they mm-hmm. put us in. Mm-hmm. He stayed at the little holiday inns and red roofs, just like the whole everybody else. Mm-hmm. And he did okay. So we know he he wasn't thinking about basketball because right. he was playing baseball, baseball and came back and jumped right back into the NBA right. and was still putting up 20, 25 points a night. Right. So And then when he had a full offseason under him. He won three more. <laughs> but he had Dennis Rodman too. That 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 was big. They, yeah. Rod, Rodman was huge. But I it, still think they would have even with with Hart, they would have kept whole Grant. They would have still three in a row? I don't know about three in a row, but they still they would have still been a championship. They was they were for sure. They were championship level competitor when he left with that, sure. with that team. So for sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. So and, but yeah, that's the, the back to the point. That's the difference. That's so, the difference. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, the Golden State Warriors and shout out to the Warriors, man, mm-hmm. because um, and you saw the emotion with Steph Curry, you know, when mm-hmm. they did win it, and, mm-hmm. and I understood that because uh, two years ago, myself included, mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna lie, was like. The run is over. I, I said it. The run. The run's over. Right. Um, Steph was out hurt. He uh, was his hand. Mm-hmm. Of all things, mm-hmm. he was out. And Clay. We didn't even know if he was going to play again. Yeah. No. Because yeah. of the the severity of his injuries. Then another one. Yep. After that. So yeah. Clay. Yeah. It was a possibility that Clay wasn't even going to play anymore. Right. Steph was out. Um, they had gotten rid of um, Javale McGee, who mm-hmm. was a huge part of them championships. Mm-hmm. KD was gone, mm-hmm. so everybody was like, "Oh yeah, the Warriors are done." Mm-hmm. And then they started getting these acquisitions. Mm-hmm. They got Andrew Wiggins. That's big from the Timberwolves. Big. They drafted. <clears throat> excuse me. They drafted Jordan Poole, Michigan man. Mm-hmm. Go blue. Jordan mm. Poole. You got any memories of Jordan Poole, Rich? No, I don't remember anything. Don't <laughs> make me cut something. Yeah. Y'all remember in the tournament when U of H had us <sighs> dead to rights and Jordan Poole pulled a rabbit out of the hat and hit that three pointer. And hate, we wanted to hate to, rabbits. And we yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. They taste good smothered yeah. in some gravy over it. rice though. Yeah. So um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Jordan Poole and to me, those were the difference makers in that series. Mm-hmm. Of course, Steph uh, finally got his finals MVP. Clay was Clay. Not really Clay. Clay wasn't. He was Clay really, enough. Yeah. Because he, through, even throughout this season, a lot of folks wrote the Warriors off because Clay wasn't back. When Clay came back mm-hmm. around the middle of the season, mm-hmm. that's when the Warriors turned back to their true championship form. I right. said this Steph is the best player on the Warriors. But Clay is the most important. 
Because he is the guy that he's the glue guy. He's the guy that like makes everything work together. Yeah. Because it's a hell of a lot easier to just worry about Steph when you ain't got to worry about Clay too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's, yeah. it's Clay is the reason why you can't double Steph. Right. Because if you double Steph, he gonna burn you. First of all, speaking of doubling Steph, do you know how good you got to be for them to start guarding you as soon as you cross the half court mm-hmm. line? Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. I mean, because he can shoot it from the logo. When he get <laughs> off, when he get off the bus in the arena, he's in his range. He shoots shots in practice that people win fifty thousand dollars for in contests regularly. <laughs> and he don't just throw them up; he shoots he just, them. He with shoots form. them in like like in in reps, like like free throws. Like he had like a ball handler under the basket, and like he was pause forty footer pop. 40 footer pop, 40 footer pop, 40 crazy. footer pop, crazy. 40 footer pop. Then he'll do some crazy shit like run into the stands and shoot one from the stands and turn around, look at the camera, bop. You got to see that Mike Epps bit when Mike <laughs> Epps imitated him. He said he'd be running around like a 10 year old. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you got to check out that that bit Mike Epps did about Steph. And Steph was in the, it was in San Francisco. So Steph was in the crowd when he was making fun of him oh, and, he, and he was dying. But yeah, I mean, he plays the game with a joy that yeah. I haven't seen since. Ironically, since Isaiah Thomas, yeah, he he played like with a joy, like he just having fun, mm-hmm. yeah. And but he's so good, mm-hmm. his having fun is better than ninety five percent of the people that's out there with yeah. him. So we know he's got all the accolades. He's got two um, league MVPs. Now he's got four championships, mm-hmm. which is insane. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that, and of course, he's got all the all NBA, the um, all. Uh, I almost said all pro, all NBA, mm-hmm. the uh, finals, not finals, the uh, all star appearances. Mm-hmm. He's got the uh, three point record. Mm-hmm. He's got everything under the sun, but well, he didn't have that final. And MVP. I think this last final M- MVP resets the compass on the discussion of where Steph Curry lies in the history of basketball. Correct. Because you always had the people that said, well, Kevin Durant came, he won two championships. Mm-hmm. He was, and it's true. Kevin Durant was the guy on those two championship teams. Mm-hmm. But for Steph to be able to take a step back, let this guy come in and lead them to two championships, Durant leads, all this stuff happens, mm-hmm. they still go back and win another championship. Right. Puts him in the realm. I think he's he's probably somewhere he's debatable in the top ten. You know? Think so? Debatable. Definitely no question top 15. Oh, yeah. De- yeah. You know, Somewhere in the discussion of top ten. Now you got some folks who's overcorrecting and you're tripping. And top you, five. No, yeah. no. Stop. Ex- stop that. Exactly. Stop that. Exactly. Stop that. Exactly. But top ten to fifteen. Yes. I could. Yes. Na- I could name five Lakers. Yeah. That I would put over right. Steph right out right. the gate. Yeah. Kareem, Magic, Kobe, doggone Wilt. Uh, Wilt. I could name just Lakers that's top five right. all time. But right. so do you feel like without that finals MVP, it would have put a damper on his career? I wouldn't say a damper, but I just think, you know, he wouldn't be one of the the icon guys, so to speak, like the guys that's, you know, of course you can have the, the Jordan LeBron debate. That's They're one and two to me interchangeable regardless of who you are. You're you're a Jordan 1 or a LeBron 1 guy. Yeah. I don't think there's much of an argument outside of that, except maybe Kareem. And then there's the second bucket of guys, 3 through 10, 15, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think he would have been outside of that normal realm of conversation had Mm -hmm. he not gotten at least one finals MVP. Now he's got that. He's got the full gambit, man. So he's got to be in that that discussion now. Yeah. Yeah. And I – you you put it perfectly, because here's the thing, and to to piggyback on your point, they are they were they are trying to put they have been trying to put him in that top tier bucket mm-hmm. that Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. Kareem Abdul Jabbar, Isaiah Thomas, Larry Bird, mm-hmm. um, LeBron James, Michael Jordan. They're trying to put him in that bucket. You can't put him in that bucket without a Finals MVP, right? Because everybody that I just named. Has a finals MVP. At least one. If at, not le- at least one. Right. Yeah. Uh, Magic's got, what, three? Like four, I think. Well, he's got five rings. Five rings so and four, I think, because uh, I think Kareem was. Kareem got three. one. Kareem got so, one. So he's, yeah. Magic's got four. Right. LeBron, every time LeBron has been in the finals, right. he won it. Right. Michael Jordan got six. Right. Isaiah got one of, of the two. Right. Um, so he had to get, a Bird has got like three mm-hmm. out of his four. Mm-hmm. So he had to have that finals MVP to put him in that top tier bucket. Right. But like you said, the fact that 
he was able to defer. Right. Like the first, the first championship, they didn't have KD. Mm-hmm. Andre Iguodala, who won't sniff the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. was the Finals MVP, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Iggy showed out in that series. Mm-hmm. Why? Because everybody was so worried about stuff. Right. Right. KD came, and when you got arguably the greatest <laughs> score that the game has ever seen. This guy is seven feet tall. Runs and, like a gazelle. Run like a gazelle. Shoot, uh, handle like a point guard. Shoot like a basket. two guard. But it, it's, Kevin Durant is the most complete offensive player right. I've ever seen. Right. And I dare anybody to argue with right. me about that. So, He'd be really scared if he really gave a damn. Right. <laughs> and this is all just natural what right. he just do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Durant just get out of bed and go to the gym and whip your ass. He don't even cut his hair or nothing. Just go to the gym, <laughs> just whip your ass, and go on about his life when, right. he, when he feels like it. Right. Yeah. So when you get that to say, you got it, bro, mm-hmm. that took a big man for Steph to do that. Right. You know, and then KD left. And then the injury, then people are like, oh, they're done. Mm-hmm. But they weren't healthy. Right. Now that they're, that, they're back healthy, right. Steph showed what he could do. And here's the thing, and I posted this in uh, Hoop Jargon. Not counting this series, uh, this this final series, in the previous uh, five series, because they lost the one to Cleveland, mm-hmm. in the previous five final series that the Warriors played in, Steph was still averaging 27 points a game. Mm-hmm. So, so – you're saying he don't show up in the finals and he's still averaging 27 points a game? Somebody was better in that series. Right. And that's okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he, he's got it. He's got it. So, and here's the thing. Steph, I was telling somebody, people act like Steph is new. No. Dog, Steph is 34. Right. People don't realize that. Right. Or not. Steph ain't but like two, three years younger than LeBron. Right. Steph was on the Warriors back when they was wearing those red jerseys. Mm-hmm. People don't realize Before that. Before they had Warrior fans. But, right. <laughs> when they still had the uh, the little man with the lightning bolt. Yeah. Steph was yeah. there. He just yep. was. The Warriors were so bad. I recall the very few Warrior fans that were around back then. I remember y'all complaining when they got rid of Monte Ellis. Mm-hmm. Don't act like you don't know. Who Monte you was are. a bucket though. Monte was a bucket, but you forgot. Oh, who was this guy? We got rid of Monte Ellis. Like, what well, y'all weren't this guy the Davidson. Y'all weren't competitors no damn way. Nah. You were just gonna get your ass whipped in the first nah. round anyway. But you got rid of the one guy who was a star on your team. Oh, it got rid of Monte Ellis. You didn't even know. Yeah. And now you're trying to pretend that you were there from day one. You right. weren't there from day one. It's no. And let's not talk about the ones who fell off the wagon the past couple of years mm-hmm. because of the injuries. Mm-hmm. And they look like, and like I said, and I'm the type of dude that when you shut me up, mm-hmm. I tell you, you shut me up. Mm-hmm. I was one of the people that said, yeah, Golden State's done, bro. Their run is over. And they came back and slapped me dead in my mouth, mm-hmm. just like everybody else. So shout out to Steph and the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they did it. They did it. They did it. They did it. You know, so to the victors go to spoils. Period. Period. Because as a matter of fact, I didn't even pick them to win this series. Right. I picked. I, I picked Boston. Right. Because I thought Boston was bigger. Boston, they, huge. I mean, right. their shortest. Their point guard is 6'6". Right. You know, so I'm like... They just didn't have the it. They didn't have the closing factor. Well, what I thought was going to be one of their advantages was actually a disadvantage. Right. Boston is bigger. Mm -hmm. They're younger. They have more... They're deeper. Their bench is deeper than Golden State. Mm -hmm. But I think that youth is what eventually bit them in the tail. Right. He caught it to him. It eventually bit them in the tail. Yep. Um, The Warriors have been there, you know... Five times previously. Right. They weren't there. Jason Tatum, and I posted this, Jason Tatum turned the ball over 100 times in this playoff series, mm. uh, playoff season alone. Mm. Mm. And he's a forward. How does a forward turn the ball <laughs> over 100 times in one playoff season? Well, he's an entrepreneur. He decided to go with an <laughs> apple pie turnover shop. <laughs> Man, it's bananas. <laughs> and they still went six games. Yeah. So... Minus those turnovers, are we having a different conversation? Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. So I think they got a little a little cocky too, like when they pull off the comeback in game one. Yeah. Yeah. You, you gotta do it four times though. Yeah. It's kinda hard to beat the yeah. Warriors four times. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Especially when um they just they retooled. Yeah. I, I think go this year's Golden State team was, in my opinion, a perfect blend of vets. Mm-hmm. And youth. Mm-hmm. You had Steph Clay Draymond, mm-hmm. who we haven't even discussed yet. Mm-hmm. We had Steph Clay Draymond, which is the OGs, mm-hmm. 
And then you bring in your your Wiggins and your Loonies. We forgot about Looney and, and your Otto Porters. Right. Otto Porter, Looney, right. um, Poole. And that was the difference. Right. Those young guys were the difference. Right. You know, so where did the Warriors go from here? Uh, well, they got to answer some questions in free agency because it's time for Andrew Wiggins to get that bag. Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole's going to get a bag. It's only so many coins in the coin purse to go mm-hmm. around. Right. And Steph and Clay are on the back side of the career, so – I'm not telling you what to do, boss, but uh, I wouldn't be giving them money back because it's not, it's not like you have another max contract team. I'm just shooting straight. Uh, this is the time for you to get your coins. Mm-hmm. Draymond, I think, if I recall correctly, he just got a decent deal. Uh, I, he, he's, he's, a, he's a solid guy. He, he does, he does a damn good. Yeah? Who? Draymond. Oh, Draymond? Yeah, he's Man. a solid guy. He does, he does what he does. Draymond, you talk way too much to me just a <laughs> – uh, uh, a a, a filling guy, you know what I'm saying? Like that would be like uh, Charles Smith on the on the the Knicks talking this shit. Like Charles, Smith. <laughs> you know. And shout out to Charles <laughs> Smith. I talked to him the other day. He's an outstanding guy. Nothing. Get, no, I love Charles Smith. Right. We're gonna you're gonna meet him at some point. He's gonna come in on the program. But Charles Smith was not the man on no. the Knicks. It was Patrick Ewing and, and John Starks. John Starks, correct. You know what I'm saying? You're the third guy, and you got the, you talk the most lip. Right. So. But anyway, to cut to go back to the point, they're gonna have to answer a lot of questions yeah. in free agency. It's gonna be a lot of movement, in, especially in the Western Conference, because you know we're in the Super Team era. They on the phone right now. What are you doing this summer? What are you doing there? Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, nah. And the, the players are recruiting each other, so it's gonna be some more Super Teams that build. Now that the draft is over, we know that those where those pieces fail, uh, the the Super Twins are gonna unite. They're already talking about Durant. May opt out of uh, uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn again. Kyrie, we don't know what's going to happen with him. Uh, we're going to get to it a little bit later on. But Russell Westbrook, I'll be I'll be shocked if he spends another minute, uh, you know, in LA. If he plays, if he even practices in the Lakers jersey, I'll be shocked. Well, let's 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 go ahead. Let's let's segue into yeah. that. I know you want to get on that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we have a special segment that that we're doing going forward. And we call, let me holler at you. Russell Westbrook. Let me holler at you for a second, my brother. So let me let me, let me just kind of kind of set the stage here. So we all know that Skip Bayless is a a hot air horn that's that's is uncontrolled. Mm-hmm. Skip is a sensationalist. He's no longer a journalist journalist. He 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 says and posts stupid shit for attention because He's no longer invested and interested in actually providing reputable sports media content. They know that. That's the format. That's why they got Shannon Sharp across him because he needs somebody to talk some damn sense to offset his bullshit. <laughs> so, but, so, so, um, uh, Skip Bayless posted this tweet. He posted a scenario that says the Lakers acquire a second pick, take Michigan State's Max Christie, who only shot 32% from three last season, perfect. He'll fit right in with LeBron and Westbrook. So Russell replies back, yo, watch your mouth. Don't say anything here you wouldn't say to my face. Russell, let me talk to you brother to brother. Ain't nobody afraid of you, man. Not even Skip Bayless. You are you making yourself look like a damn fool trying to play tough guy, trying to play bully guy with the cupcake scrub media dude. So I'm going to tell you something that I would tell you to your face, that I would tell you to your mama in front of your face. I will tell you in front of Uncle Junebug Westbrook in front of your face. You're diminishing, bro. You're diminishing partly because you're more focused on what people are saying instead of what you're doing. Your numbers, my friend, your three-point percentage last year, 29.8%. You were one of the league leaders in turnovers on a team with arguably either the first or second greatest player of all time who had a damn good season in LeBron James. And you're a point guard, by the way. And you're a point guard, by the way. So your responsibility is to, drumroll please, take take care care of the ball. Russell... Your frustration comes from your lack of accomplishment. Yes, you had the triple doubles record. 
you have a and you're gonna be in the Hall of Fame, no question. Blah blah blah. Hey, I'm just the regular the regular old dude that don't play basketball. How dare so and question you and, and your accomplishments, Russ? It doesn't matter to quote the great Lauren Hill, because all that you're doing is you're putting up a bunch of stats with no reputable accomplishments when it matters. So my suggestion to you is tune out the noise. Take the remainder of your career because you're 33 years old, bro. Ain't a whole lot of time left on the hourglass. Yep. If you want to be remembered, do your talking on the court. Because right now, instead of walk, instead of talking, you're tripping while you're walking. Mm-hmm. Shut your ass up. Focus on what you need to do to be successful and to help your team to be successful and to move forward. And tune out the damn noise. It's always going to be, if not Skip Bayless, it's going to be Colin Coward or somebody else criticizing you. You don't get critics by being average and mediocre, bro. Take it as a badge of honor that someone's taking the time to analyze your game and to give feedback one way or another. The end. Uh, that's, that's it. So, Russ, let me holler at you, bro. Get your head out your ass, man. And whether it's in L.A. or elsewhere, you need to focus on you and your team and what y'all need to do to try to get as close as you can to get some hardware, bro. Yo, your mind is in the wrong place. That's why you worry about what's you ain't got. If you are focused, you ain't got time to worry about what people are saying on social media. You ain't got time to worry about what I'm saying. Yep. So if you got a problem with that. I'm afraid that's just too damn bad because guess what? I ain't like I ain't like Skip Bayless, bro. I ain't afraid of you. I'm a little bit bigger than you, so if I did to you, I would happily repeat every damn word that I'm saying to your face. Run tell that. Let me holler at you. All right. So my biggest issue with Russell Westbrook, on top of everything you just said, I, I don't disagree with a word you just said. But to piggyback on that, the one thing that Russell Westbrook lacks, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is accountability. Mm-hmm. And that is huge. And I'm going to give you a perfect example of accountability. We haven't been on the air since this happened. During the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, Jimmy Butler had that really bad game. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler sat there in front of that microphone and he said, I have to play better. Mm -hmm. He said, I have to do a better job of getting my teammates involved. I have to do a better job of making shots and I'm going to make sure that happens. Mm -hmm. That's accountability. Mm-hmm. That's a superstar right. saying, hey, look, we lost because I didn't play. Jimmy t- got critics? D- yeah, Jimmy got critics. Yeah. Ever since Jimmy was in darn, uh, uh, where'd he come from? Before he got to Miami? He was uh, in Minnesota. Uh, Chicago. In Chicago and Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that is what Russell Westbrook needs to do. Yeah. Because Skip Bayless or any other, no, anybody else in media, Mitchell Brock, Richard Walker, Nobody is responsible for you turning that ball over right. except you. Mm-hmm. That is all on you, bro. Mm-hmm. And I think he, he, he's he got a stick up his butt mm-hmm. for people calling him West Brick. You know how you can stop people from calling you West Brick? Get in the gym. Do what, say, Kobe used to do. Mm-hmm. Kobe would get in the gym. Who got more criticism than Kobe? Nobody. They didn't... The Lakers. All fan. the greats had got had critics. LeBron, Magic, Kareem, Kobe, everybody, Shaq, everybody, bro. But what did they, they do? They shut him up. They got in the gym when Michael Jordan was getting his butt kicked by the Pistons mm-hmm. in, the, in the late '80s. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan said, "I got to get stronger." Mm-hmm. And in the 1990 season, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was skinny when he came into the league. Mm-hmm. When Michael Jordan came out for the 1990 season. Michael Jordan looked like a bodybuilder. Yep. Why? Because he said, these guys are kicking my butt. I got to get bigger and I got to get stronger. He got in the gym. Um, LeBron James could not shoot a pistol nope. when LeBron came into the league. Right. LeBron was a dunker. He was a, f- a finisher. Right. Now LeBron James, you better not leave him open. Yeah, right. What did he do? He got in the gym and he worked on his jump shot. Right. And he got better. Greek freak. Greek couldn't freak. hit the oh, side of the barn with the side basketball of the barn with the basketball. Free throw line. And now leave him open if you want to. Mm-hmm. What did he do? He got in the gym. Put him at the line if you want to. Correct. Correct. To, to go back to what I was saying about Kobe, you've heard stories of Kobe. And um, who told this story? Um, I forgot who it was, but somebody on a podcast said uh, it was a. Uh, 
Nope. Um, yeah. I forgot who I it was. I know Shumper has some stories about the ball. Jay Williams. Okay. Jay Williams. Yeah. Jay Williams said they were playing the Lakers in L.A., so he got there early, and he walks. He said he's walking on the, on the court, and he hears a ball dribbling. And he said he goes out there. It's Kobe. It's like 4 o'clock. Kobe's out there by himself. He said he literally stood there and watched Kobe work on one move mm-hmm. for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Before the game Mm -hmm. And then scored 40 points that night Mm -hmm. And then after the game Mm -hmm. He got back on the court And worked on another move For another hour and a half Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. That's what you do when you want to be great Right When you want to shut people up Right That's what you do Ron Artest Or Metta World Peace Right Would get on Everybody after the game Everybody else is showering Getting ready to go hang out Go party Metta World Peace Is in the weight room Mm Mm-hmm or he's on the treadmill after the game. Right. That's what you do when you want to be great. Right. And this is this is diet criticism. This ain't even a heavy criticism right. like Shaq carry Kobe. How did Kobe shut them haters up? He won he one without the, Shaq. He went to three and one two without Shaq. Without Shaq. That's right. Two. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's how you shut people up. You get shit done. Yep. Period. The end. So, and what makes you think, Russell Westbrook, that like you said, all these other guys had critics. Mm-hmm. What makes you think you're above criticism? Mm-hmm. Especially when the criticism is not unjust. Right. You're earning every bit of the criticism that you're getting. Let's just call it what it is. The past couple of years, you've stunk. Right. You, matter of fact, you've stunk since you left Oklahoma City. Right. You stunk in Houston. Right. You I mean, you smell like a dead body <laughs> in Washington. We're not even gonna talk about Washington. You 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 smell like a, a dead body in the alley. And now you get to LA and you're just as bad. Right. And you know, we've never been the type to say that professional athletes are not good. Because you don't get to that level if you're not good. But the past few years you have stunk, my guy. What you're experiencing, Russ, is the frustration because we know you can do better. Exactly. You know, That's why everybody criticizes you because we, right. you, we know you, you can MVP. do better. You've been MVP of this right. league. You averaged a triple-double for how I don't even know how many freaking years. And he was okay. six, he's 6'3". Right. You know who don't have critics? Austin Reeves. <laughs> who? Exactly. <laughs> we don't know who he is and we don't care. <laughs> That's why, Russ. So if you don't want, you want critics, that's fine. We could just bury you in our memory and say, oh, yeah, that's just just some dude that played for the Lakers. Here's the problem with Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, I almost said Westbrook because that's just so what Yeah, I mean, it flows. But Russell Westbrook. It's not wrong. Here's the problem with Russell Westbrook. His athleticism has mirrored his lack of skill Mm -hmm. for all of his career. Mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook was probably – in my opinion, the one, the first or second most explosive point guard I've ever seen behind Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. They both are 6'3", and they both can get off the floor and will dunk on anybody from anywhere. Right. Probably the two best point guard finishers at the rim I've seen right, as right. far as dunking the ball. Right. Before the injury started with Rose. We all right. know that story. Right. Now that he's 33, 34, and he ain't got that kind of athleticism no mm-hmm. more, now the fact that you really can't handle the ball. The guys that's defending you is more correct. athletic now. Right. You can't handle the ball, right. and you can't shoot. Now that you don't have that freakish athleticism anymore, the fact that you really are not that skilled is starting to show. You've been exposed. Mm-hmm. So, Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. That's another example. Mm-hmm. Blake Griffin would dunk on anybody, anybody from anytime. anywhere. Yep. Blake Griffin – no, no, I got a better one for you, Ray Allen. Yep, y'all young cats, you don't, don't know. Y'all don't remember young Milwaukee Ray Allen. Shh. I remember because he used to give my Pistons the blues. Mm-hmm. Ray Allen coming out of college would dunk on anybody from anywhere on the floor. Mm-hmm. Ray Allen started getting injuries, so Ray Allen said, "If I want to continue to play." I got to do something different. Mm-hmm. And now Ray Allen is known as one of the greatest three-point shooters to ever play the game mm-hmm. because he got in the gym and he got that jumper down when his athleticism started to diminish. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to do, Russ. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Your teammate, Carmelo That's Anthony, it. reinvented himself. He did. He did. He did. I'm, not, I'm not the Carmelo of old anymore, but I'm still walking bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Car- and Carmelo can still play. Yeah. Carmelo can still play. So – Somebody, I heard something last night, and um, let's talk about the draft a little bit. So, 
the Orlando Magic drafted Paolo Banchero out of Duke, and we kind of thought that that's their direction. Mm-hmm. They could have went anywhere because they need help everywhere. Mm-hmm. They they were they were bad. Um, the Thunder drafted Chet Holmgren. The Rockets draft Jabari Smith. So that was a good pickup. Mm-hmm. My Pistons drafted Jaden Ivey. Thank hallelujah because we ain't had a decent backcourt <laughs> since Lindsey Hunter and Allen Houston. Wow. <laughs> you know, and before that, we hadn't had one since Zeke and Joe. Mm. So um, that that's the top five of this year's draft. Now, the rumor is that I've heard that the Lakers may be trying to get Kimball Walker. Yeah. Right? What, yeah. Do, you, what do you think was, about it that? It wouldn't surprise me, and I think he would be a good fan. He was one of the guys I advocated for anyway before – West Brick <laughs> came in and ruined the whole scenario because mm-hmm. Kimber Walker is a solid guy. I think he would complement LeBron perfectly. Um, he can score when he needs to, but he plays controlled basketball. He didn't play like a wild forest animal. He, <laughs> he plays uh, controlled basketball. He could go up tempo. He can do it all. Uh, I think Kimber Walker would be an outstanding fit because right. I think LeBron sitting back and like, okay, where are we going with this? You know, because – I don't think he's quite ready for the retirement tour yet based on what I saw last season. And like he's still declining, if that's what you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But it's a slow-ass decline, man. It is. That boy can still play. Yes. He's still a hell of a player. So I think he's still saying, hey, you know, number five and maybe number six might not be, you know, out of out of the realm possibility. Yeah. Giving it the right moves to complement him in that system. Um. So Kimba Walker could be one of those guys that, you know, they can add as a complimentary piece and, you know, take a shot. You never know. You yeah. never know. So, But we know that the Westbrook thing didn't work. Yeah, it didn't. And, and here's the thing, man. This is how you know. How do you have three Hall of Fa- first ballot Hall of Famers? How do you have three top 75 players? Was, was Russ top 50? I don't recall. I think he was 75. I know he was 75. Yeah. Um, no, he wasn't fifty because he wasn't even around when fifty was uh was mm-hmm. announced. So mm-hmm. seventy five, you got three top seventy five players on the same team at the same time, all out of their yeah. prime. No, no, no doubt about that. If you can't even say LeBron has a prime because mm-hmm. LeBron is is thirty six and is almost the same player he was when he was nineteen, mm-hmm. which is freakish. So you got LeBron, Carmelo Anthony, and Russell Westbrook on the same team, and not only do you not win a championship, you don't even make the playoffs. You didn't even make the play-in game. Right. How do you have that kind of team and you can't even, you're not even the top 10 in your conference, not the right. league, in your conference? There's absolutely no excuse for that. None. So if you swap out Kimba Walker with Russell Westbrook, do the Lakers make the playoffs? No question. Do they compete? I mean, not compete. Do they contend? They can. They contend. I think they're at, 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 at a minimum, they're a second-round team. With okay. Kimber Walker there. Okay. At, at a minimum, they're a second-round team. So, to, to piggyback on that, the Lakers signed Scottie Pippen Jr. Uh, and Sharif O'Neal, Shaq's son. Mm-hmm. So, the Lakers have signed two legends. I mean, of course, Shaq is, Shaq is a god in L.A. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and they, do you think them shine, signing Sharif was kind of a, a nod to Shaq? Or do you Lakers think Sharif and, O'Neal was I'm sorry, I'm just being blunt. Lakers in name only. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Sharif is raw. Uh, he's got a lot of potential, mm-hmm. but the Lakers are not, they're not builders. They're not project team. You go to the Rockets, you go to Cleveland, you go to, you know, Sacramento, one of those teams like that to build the rock, the Lakers, the Celtics, uh, up until recently, the Pistons, they're not, they're not hunt. They're not farmers. They're hunters. Yeah. They go out and get the guys and get stuff done yeah. and they win while the other teams develop guys and bring them up through the, and now we ain't got time for that. Yeah. You can't you, you can't get your game together while you're a Laker. You either got it or you don't. We don't we ain't got time for you're gonna move on to somebody else. So <laughs> first of all, Sharif is a six foot one not six foot one. How, how, why tall is Sharif? Six about sixteen? Six six yeah, like he's a he's a bit he's a long kid. Yeah. yeah. So six he, nine, so, so six he, ten, six, something. Six, like that. Nine, six I don't know where I got mm-hmm. six one from. He, mm-hmm. he's he's not six one. He's six ten. Mm-hmm. So does Sharif actually help does he make the team, first of all? Because he, he probably will because his his size and of course, I mean, I'm sorry, his name, you know, it's, it's a business after all. Right. I mean he's Shaq's son. He's you know, Shaq is a Laker legend, so he's gonna Sell some jerseys, and you know he's a, he's a good tie-in to all the young Laker fans and social media, blah blah blah. But 
I don't see him as being a doll mover. Yeah. So what about Scottie Pippen Jr.? You had you had some thoughts about that before we went on the air. Yeah, he has a he has a nice uh, legendary name at the end. That's it. Pretty much. Okay. He, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if he don't even make the team. Right. Like honestly. Right. Because I mean he was he was he was nothing special. No. To be honest nope. with you. So um, yeah. So that's that. So now we want to talk about what's really important, mm-hmm. right? What we got going on with the NFL Alumni Association. Yes. So uh, for those of you who don't know, I am the media captain for the NFL Alumni Association Wellness Challenge. Um, We typically do a weigh-in here on the show. We're not doing one today because we want to have a very special touch point for the next time we weigh in. The next time you see me on the scale is going to be in Canton, Ohio at the NFL, uh, uh, well, I should say the Pro Football Hall of Fame Enshrinement Week. There you go. I'll just say this. I'll tease it with this. We have some Hall of Fame-level stuff that we're working on. Uh, more details to come. So uh, continue to follow the NFL Alumni Association Wellness Challenge at wellnesschallenge.nflalumni.org. And uh, for those of you in Houston, you're going to see a lot of stuff uh, come out here locally. Um so just to stay tuned, continue to follow the challenge. If you want to join the challenge, there's a button on there. Click the button. Uh, you can select me. You can select any of the other coaches uh, to, to to help you get to where you need to be. So continue to support the challenge. Uh, we are on a crusade against obesity. Uh, unfortunately, this week, um, you know, we had, we lost a couple of uh, like three three guys this week. Yeah. And they're, they're all obesity-related issues. The most popular one, of course, Tony Saragusa. Uh, you know, the former D D tackle with the Ravens, uh, fifty five years old, man. So, um, I mean that 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 t- to me it kind of hit home because I looked at my list and I, I showed Mitch. I said, "Here's here's a list of guys that I'm I'm going to reach out to about the program." Goose was on my list, man. A week later, he was gone. Yeah, yeah. So I made another call to another former um, player today, and you know we connected, and so I'm I'm happy. I'm not going to you know. Put all his business out there. But it's a former guy that a lot of you know. Um, household he's got name. His household name. He got three championships. So I'm looking forward to the opportunity to work with him and, you know, get, I want to get this guy right. But you don't have to be a former player. You don't have to be an athlete, none of it. If you are serious about, you know, doing better and being healthier and, you know, or you know someone, because uh, also support is critical. Had that conversation with someone say, listen, man, I think it's time you get some help. It didn't hurt to talk to us, you know. Click on that button. We set up a consultation with our good, uh, our senior medical uh, director, Doctor Mark Nelson. And I will have a call with you. We'll go over everything. If it works for you, great. If not, then you know we can, you know, um, refer you to some other sources. But uh, we have to take this thing seriously. Ob- obesity is a silent killer in America and uh, and the world, and we 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 have to you know to address this this issue. Right, and. The other source that he's referring to, if the program doesn't work for you, would be Brock Nutrition. Yes, you guys have been asking. I've been talking about it for a while. And Brock Nutrition is a real thing. You guys know I got my um, I'm a certified nutrition coach. I got those letters and we're up and running. So if you just need a little bit of help on changing your eating habits and maybe dropping a few pounds, if, if you don't necessarily think that you're obese enough to go through the program but you just need a little help you can go to www.brocknutrition.com as a matter of fact i am still running a father's day special so in honor of father's day 22 you get 22 percent off all services right enter the code father's day 22 to take advantage of that right so between one of these programs we're going to get you right, if not both, because mm-hmm. if you're involved in this program, you're still going to need to know what and how to eat, not what to eat. I don't teach you what I don't tell you what to eat. I teach you how to eat. And if you are interested in that, go to www.brocknutrition.com and let's get started, man. All right. So between the two of us, we'll get you right. Mm-hmm. We'll get you right. So mm-hmm. um, this has been a great, great episode. Um, great to get back. Great to get yes. back in the studio, man. I missed it. Missed it, missed it, missed it. So yeah. if you're not following us on social media, make sure you do so at Instagram. It is BTP Sports Media. I've been training my brain all day because we we switched it up. It used to be BTP underscore sports. Now we are BTP underscore sports media. And same thing on Instagram, um, Twitter. Twitter, BTP Sports Media. 
And we're on the Believe Network. That's www.bleav.com. And also follow our YouTube page, which is Bring the Pain Sports Talk. We haven't switched that one over yet, but it's coming. All right. So as always, we appreciate oh, you. Got other, something else? One other thing also. Um, people ask me all oh, the time, t-shirts. man, what's that shirt you yeah, wear? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. We decided. <laughs> y'all remember the guy who uh, attacked Dave Chappelle? So um, we, we we do a lot of fun stuff. We got a lot of fun stuff, more fun stuff coming up. So yeah, instead of asking, you know, I, I'm answering the question for all of you. Man, where did he get that shirt from? Well, the answer is <laughs> go to throwbacks R, the capital letter R, us.com. Throwbacksrus.com. Um, this is where you'll find this T-shirt. I had him go. He got with me the, last week. I got him with the Crying Jordan T-shirt. So. Man, we, we I picked him up to go to Austin, <laughs> and he had been telling me for weeks. He said, I got something for you. Yeah. I said, okay. <laughs> Man, I seen because y'all know I'm the Crying Jordan master. <laughs> and we're we going to bring that. We've been talking about it. We're going to yeah. bring that segment back, yes. too. We're going to bring the yeah. Crying Jordan segment back because y'all, you guys loved him. We were on the radio. Yeah. He got the Crying Jordan T-shirt. <laughs> I, was, I was done, man. 2X, please. 2X yeah. me. 2X yeah. me. All right, so um, that is it, man. Uh, we thank you guys for joining. IG, we appreciate you. Um, this has been a great episode. So, Oh, and um, right. next couple of weeks, we'll be back. Our next episode, we will be back in Canton. But continue to follow the platform because we're going to let our other brands in the family run the, run the table for a little bit. So you're going to check out Hoop Jar. You're going to check out the Rest Anatics. You're going to check out King Sun Speaks, our boy EJ. And then also for you Cowboys fans, uh, straight no chaser. So, and we'll go ahead and say this too for all you Detroit folks in the three one three. What up, though? It's coming. It's coming. What up? So you gonna get a little. You gonna get a little something, something for everybody. Yes, sir. Uh, so over the next five weeks, we gonna got a little something, something for everybody. Stay tuned. Continue to follow platform. You are gonna get to see a little taste of the whole family. Absolutely, absolutely, and. That's it. <laughs> so, for the great sports Morpheus, Richard Walker, the Badger, Mitchell Brock, Marcus Jones. Shout out to my guy, Marcus Jones, who ran the show by himself today. One deep. One deep. I'll give you your flowers, my guy. All right. So, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. Peace, Peace. out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.